Welcome to the Simplify Jesus Podcast. We're your hosts, Matt Gunter and Bill Allen, and together we are breaking barriers through communication. Well, welcome back again, everyone, to Simplify Jesus, where we are breaking barriers through communication. And this is a special episode we're doing about some news that has recently come out with the church. And, uh, you know, we just wanted to offer our two cents and, and let you know where we stand with it and um, hopefully shed some lights. You know, I don't follow the news very much, as you well know, Matt. I, I don't like the stress of it all. Uh, but sometimes there are just things that need to be addressed in the world. And, you know, it's this really fits into exactly what we're doing with our with our podcast here, right? We're trying to shed some light on misconceptions about the church and, and really show what uh, what is not good with the church and, and figure out ways to fix it. Of course, we don't have answers for everything. We just need to have conversations and be able to have conversations around it without throw in hatred and uh, any other negative feelings, emotions, um, all of that around. Uh, no, and, and don't get me wrong, there's anger. There is there is some mm-hmm. serious emotions around this, as there should be uh, from Matt and myself. I know I could speak for him too. But um, that that's unfortunately on the level we're at, other than bringing public awareness and, and trying to really spread truth, there's not much we can do about it. That's why we have leaders in place. And that's why we have different organizations that, that we as a church kind of report to, not report to, but they just kind of help us organize things. But even the leaders fall and make bad decisions. And we're not justifying it. We're not justifying any of this. I want to say that up front. They need to be held accountable for everything that they've done. But this is also why we need Jesus and we need to truly repent of our sin. We need to resist the devil and we need to hold people accountable. So that was a long intro to what's going on without actually saying what's going on. Um, Matt, you want to share with us what what's recently been reported? So, um, report came out uh, pretty recently about the Southern Baptist Convention um, that there was a uh, an effort among a couple of the leaders there to not address uh, issues of uh, sexual abuse um, that had happened amongst uh, some of the ministers there. Now. As far as you know, how widespread the issue was, um, I haven't done you know a lot of research into you know specific cases that were reported and not dealt with. But but long story short, um, there were many cases of uh, that were reported to the Southern Baptist Convention of of sexual abuse or or inappropriate relationships, that kind of thing. That rather than being dealt with and and uh, doing something to address the situation were instead essentially covered up and chose to uh, not deal with them for the sake of kind of keeping the Baptist name clean, so to speak, and keeping the church clean. When in reality, we, we know 
good and well. Um, and especially after this report has come out and, and a lot of the fears have been confirmed that, you know, the absolute worst thing you can do is not do anything. Mm-hmm. And and that's essentially what happened. Some of the ministers that were involved actually moved around to other churches after these incidents happened. And there wasn't any kind of notification. There wasn't any kind of correspondence to say, hey, wait a minute, we got this. We're, there may be something going on here. You know, uh, the vetting process was lacking for sure to some degree. But yeah, that all of that um, was... It, I think it's been uh, speculated about, so to speak, uh, for, for a while now, but a third-party report um, just here recently kind of confirmed to what uh, what many thought may be true uh, and, and were concerned may be true about the Southern Baptist Convention. Now, we dealt with this, obviously not personally, but we as a church dealt with this years ago with the Catholics, right? There was these mm. reports that came out with priests having inappropriate relations with with younger people. So one of the things that we want to make sure we're doing is not reporting inaccurate information. So I'm being very careful with the way that I say things. I don't want to start spreading false rumors of things that we don't know anything about. Um, So here's what I do want to say. These kind of things are inappropriate, whether it's in the church, whether it's in with anybody of non-consenting age. And they should be dealt with. Churches are not exempt. Pastors are not exempt. Priests, uh, anybody involved in the church, nobody is exempt from being held accountable for inappropriate actions with minors inappropriate actions with adults, for that matter. And we're not trying to justify anything with what happened here. We don't have all the details. We don't know all the details. What we do know is that report came out and said there were some inappropriate things happening within the church that were covered up. Okay. That, like you said, Matt, that should have been dealt with, dealt with right away. That should have been, uh, they should have, there should have been charges. There should have been, uh, you know, there, there is at no time where I think it's okay to quote unquote excommunicate somebody from a church, right? Sinners need church. Everybody needs church. But I think there comes a time when people should be fired as a leader, maybe put into prison for the things that they've done. Um, for rehab, for whatever it takes to to get them acting right. The bottom line is they still need Jesus. And whether they are saved or not, whether they have a relationship with Jesus or not, that's between them and God. That's not for us to say, oh, they they did these things, so they're not saved. They don't have a relationship with God. That's not for us to say. That's between them and God. But... They definitely need to repent. They definitely need to turn away from that sin and make their confessions and make sure that they're doing the right things. And that's the thing. They didn't confess to anything. They they got caught, and then the leadership above them covered it up. And that, that is so wrong. Yeah, because yeah, that's really where the... Um 
where the issue starts is that you know, sin loves the darkness because you hold a light to it, it, it exposes itself. Um, you cover it up, you keep it under a blanket, you keep it under, you know, keep it covered. That's where, that's where sin loves to thrive. And so you, know, you think about um, addiction issues and all that kind of stuff that the other sins that they kind of get the, a lot of the limelight, a lot of times that's, that's when they get bad is when nobody else knows about it. Right. When it, when it's covered up and not dealt with, or, or worse, in some of those cases, it gets praised um, mm-hmm. and, and justified. You know, I think in, in this case, a, a couple of things that come to mind. One is sin has consequences. Um, so you know, interestingly, in our chronological study, we're, we're going through the life of Abram and Abraham. And you see throughout his life, when sin happens, there are consequences for it. Um, we see it all throughout the Bible. Um and see it in our own lives, right? When we do things that are not the right way, there are consequences for that. And to try to cover things up so that those consequences don't happen for the sake of the church is just wrong. Uh, it's just flat out wrong. You know, one of the things that's interesting that we're having this conversation today, something that that I heard at church yesterday was that we should never use loving somebody as the, as a justification to not do the right thing. And so, you know, without knowing what was going on inside these guys head, was that part of their thing where were they saying, well, we don't want to, you know, expose these guys. We don't want to give them a bad name. So we're not going to say anything because we love them. Well, no love means you're speaking the truth. Love means you're dealing with situations. Love means that you're not going to let somebody continue on in a way that's damaging to them and other people that's what love really looks like. You know, when, when we talk about, um, well, Bill, you've got kids. When you talk about loving your kids, that doesn't mean you give them gifts like it's Christmas every day. It means that you raise them in the way they should go. You train them up. You teach them how to, um, be good functioning adults someday so that they can go on and they can have their own families and they can raise their kids in the same way. I mean, that's, you know, I I was raised that way too, right? Like that's, you know, love doesn't mean it's all roses. It, it, it's, it's about helping people be who they can be and who they, who they were made to be. Um, and sometimes that's hard. And sometimes it means having difficult conversations. Sometimes it means, like you said, removing leadership positions. Sometimes it means um, exposing sin that's been hiding in the darkness and saying, look, this is not okay. And we're not going to stand for this. Um, and unfortunately that didn't happen until very recently in some of these cases. And so it's, it, it's sad to see, but, on the other side of that, it's out there and it's terrible. I hate it. Uh, I hate every bit of it that, that this, that this happened. I also want to give the encouragement to people outside the church or inside the church, but maybe not fully plugged in to not allow this to be the reason that you say I'm done with the church. This is not what the church is about, which is why we're talking about it. It's because, yeah, this this is a major issue, um, and this should have never happened. It's terrible that it happened. This is not what the church is about, and and I don't. I would hate for somebody to see this report and say, "Oh, well, this is what all Baptist churches are about, or all all Protestant churches, or yeah, this is how it works." And I'm out. I'm done. That's because it's not. Uh, that's it's complete opposite of what Jesus called us to be and, and who, who we're called to be as a church. We talked about the Catholic church, how we had this, you know, years ago, the same kind of news that popped up with the Catholic church that it had been covered up because of the same reasons. 
Apparently the SBC didn't learn anything from that and decided to try the same thing. We understand that it's this kind of crap that keeps people away from the church. We get it. That's why we're here. Because it's this kind of crap that kept me from the church for so long. When you hear about these different things that go on within the church. But it's not just the church, y'all. It's the world. It's people's homes. We hear about this all the time. It's, it's movie stars who are taking advantage of people. It's every single different section of people that this kind of stuff happens to. Again, not trying to justify it. Don't hear me, don't hear me say, oh, everybody does it, it's fine. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking to, specifically to those who think the church is evil because of things like this. It's not. There are things wrong with the church, just like there are things wrong with every part of the world. This is not a church thing. This is a world thing that desperately needs Jesus. And there are people within the church who don't know Jesus, but they're in the right place because eventually, hopefully they will. Again, I, I cannot stress this enough. Don't hear me trying to justify this because everybody does it. It is not okay. Unfortunately, though, everybody does it and it needs to be addressed on a much deeper level than just the church. Yeah, it's, it's a sin problem, right? It's, yes. it's a, th- th- this is a sin problem that goes way outside of the walls of the church. You know, uh, I heard somebody say recently going to a church and uh, hoping to find perfect people is like going to a gym and to see and, and expecting to not see out of shape people, right? Like, why do you go to gym is to get in shape. Why do we go to church? It's so that we can be equipped and rebuilt and um, encouraged to go do what we're supposed to go do. And so the church isn't going to be perfect. And so not, not justifying it, but also to say that that shouldn't be the expectation from the outside of, of perfection. Now, what happened should also not be the expectation that you, you should be able to go to church and feel safe. You should feel like people aren't going to take advantage of you. You shouldn't be worried about the ministers and the staff there of doing inappropriate things. You, you should, you should be able to, to do that. Um, and that's the real tragedy of this is that it makes you wonder, okay, so what didn't get reported? What happened that we don't know about and how is it going to be handled in the future so that this doesn't ever happen again? But on the same token, to to expect churches to be perfect is is not a reasonable expectation. You can't have it both ways. Uh, so anyway, all that to say again, not justifying it, but but to also not allow this to become the reason that you don't give church a shot. Because here's the deal: church is ultimately about Jesus. That's why we go is so that we can grow that relationship, we can get to know about Him, and we can live that life. If you're focused on anything other than Jesus, then you're not there for the right reasons. You're not, you're not, you're not honed in on the reason that we all come together. And so that's what our focus should be on when it comes to church is, is going to a Bible believing, Bible preaching. Um, church is going to tell you about who Jesus is, why he came, why he did what he did, so that we all can have salvation. Um my, my prayer for everybody and and through this situation is that one, first and foremost, that it's dealt with in a way such that um this never happens again. But secondly, that, that those who are pushed away from the church by it would, would understand that this is not what the church is about and that this is, this is a tragedy and should never happen, but that they would come and come give Jesus a shot, whether the, the, the church needs to be part of that. That is part of what we're called to do, but it's really all about Jesus. And let me add 
this was yesterday in in our church service. This was actually said um, by the pastor. Each person in the church is a member of the body. Each mm-hmm. Christian is a member of Christ's body of people. Be that part of the body. Serve in your church. Be a part of the children's ministries. Be a part of everything that's going on there. Know what's going on so that when you're there, you feel safe. You know the pastors on a personal level. You know them that you can trust what's going on. Churches want you to, you know, it's, it's said that uh, 20% of the people do 80% of the work in church. That number needs to be flipped because the church has to be, well, in reality, it should be 100% of the people doing 100% of the work, but that's not reasonable. But it should be, at the very minimum, 80% of the people doing 100% of the work. Because without the congregation, we can't trust everybody else to do all the work and not know what's going on. You know, my wife is the children's ministry coordinator at our church, and she does a fantastic job. But she would not be able to do it without help. Matt, you help her. Tons of other people help her. She would not be able to do it without help. And people trust her because they spend time with her and know what's going on. And she communicates. If you don't know what's going on in your church, find out and talk to the pastors, talk to the staff. Get involved so that you don't have to worry about what's going on with your kids. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we've said from day one of this podcast is be the change that you want to see in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, Come be a part of the solution. We know that the church isn't perfect. And so come be a part of that. Um, You know, get get plugged in, get um, get involved in ministries and um, and get to. Yeah, get, get to know your people. And if you see issues, call them out and, and, and let's deal with them. Let's deal with it up front. You know, we should, we should never be afraid of or ashamed of uh, calling a spade a spade. And when we see sin and we'll see issues dealing with it, mm-hmm. you know, how, how much of this uh, could have been handled if uh, more people stepped up to the plate the first time uh, and, and handle things the right way up front. We'll, we'll never know now, but we can sure be better going forward. We can. We can. So we want to encourage you, if you're listening to this episode or any of our episodes and you are on the fence about church, don't let this be a deciding factor. In fact, let all of this that has happened be a part of the reason that you want to become a part of the church so that you can help, like Matt said, be a part of the solution. And don't just sit back in the sidelines and, and, and expect everybody else to be perfect. So we thank you for listening to this special episode on uh, on this tragic subject. Really, it's it's heart wrenching to know that this has happened. It's heart wrenching to know that this continues to happen, not within the church, but within you know the rest of the world as well. And uh, let's just be part of the solution. We would love to hear your feedback on it. Hear what you think. Um, uh, again, please be respectful because we know this is a touchy subject. And But if you have anything you want to address or maybe we hadn't thought of or, or maybe some solutions, who knows? We, we all, If we all come together, we might have some solutions for, for different things like this. But um, check out our website for our contact info. And uh, uh, 
um, email us at info at simplifyjesus.com. Uh, of course, follow us on all of our social media outlets. And, and uh, as we hear more, we may do another episode on this and to address how things may have been handled. As I said, I don't follow the news very often, but I'll be trying to follow this more closely to see what's going on because I definitely want to see the change. Absolutely, you know, and that's the best thing we can do is is be the um, is be the change we want to see. You know, be be the difference. Don't don't allow things to go uh, undealt with. True in your own life, but true as a church. You know, let's let's all be members of the body. Be looking out for each other. Just just be the change we want to see. That's right. Well, thank you again, everybody, and uh, sorry to bring you down on this one. Hopefully next week we'll lift your spirits a little bit with uh, with some new information from Abraham and, and what's going on in their lives. Absolutely. We will see you guys again next week. Take care, everyone.